There are a lot of um, a lot of scriptures that have that start with fear not. And so I'll start with fear not. This is the opening, not the sermon. Um, so a couple of things this morning. I've been trying, and I say trying to be totally honest, to just keep reading in Romans, trying to keep up with, uh, just kind of keep trying to keep in step with where. Uh, where we've been going on Sundays, where where Randy's been been teaching, and uh, Romans chapter six verses one through fourteen, it's like jumped out off the page this weekend to me, and it, it's just simply, what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if, if we have been united with him in a death like his we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we also will live with him. We know that Christ being raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin, once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Let not sin, therefore, reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you, since you are not under law, but under grace. And he goes on even more throughout the rest of this. But but this piece says to me and and spoke to my heart. And so I'll say it as we, but I know it spoke to me first. We weren't saved to stay the same. We were saved to be changed. We weren't... he He didn't save us to leave us in that situation. Yay, we're free. But we're free to something. We're free to live the new life. We're we're free to be changed. And uh, he says it. It's a familiar. I know that we've used it a lot, and we'll continue to use it because of its just genuine, straightforward truth. 
Romans 12, 1 and 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And there's another verse that tags right into this, going back in Romans chapter 8, verse 29. Because we hear, be, do not be conformed to this world or take its shape, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But Paul also says in Romans eight twenty nine, For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. So conformed to Christ is the real transformation, right? Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that mind renewed that we might be conformed to Christ. So it's a changing from this to that. And that ongoing purpose of God in us so when we would say, or if we've said, or we've heard people say, that's just who I am, or that's just how I roll, it's never really about the physical features, but it's about our character. It's how we act or talk, which is a product of how we think. That's why Paul's words didn't stop at dead to sin, but move us on to alive to God. The transformation that Christ brings leads us to true repentance. Sorrow and remorse, or sorrow or remorse over sin, and turning our hearts and minds Godward. It's not just the one and then nothing else. It's the one that moves us on to the other. It's Repentance doesn't mean, I'm sorry I did that, and it stops. It's, I'm sorry I did that, I'm sorry I thought that, I'm sorry I said that, I'm sorry that those, those things showed up again in me, and then it's turning. And I know you mentioned something earlier, and it just made me think of a fixed point of reference. You don't always feel like, it don't always feel like worshiping. It doesn't always feel like a worshipful moment. It don't always feel like being in this room and coming on Sunday mornings when the week's been kind of nutty or sad or whatever. But we have this fixed point of reference in front of us so that we're not aimlessly wandering. There's so many songs that speak of the lighthouse it's that fixed point of reference. You get lost, we just keep coming back to what the Word says. And that's my prayer in what we do. And I know I know, Randy's and many others too. And that what we do here just renews that fixed point of reference for us. Back to the Word, back to the truth. 
so that our worship comes from that it comes from that depth you know and that and that what happens here doesn't just you know touch our minds and make us think hmm well that was interesting but that it stirs our affection for Jesus that it stirs our longing for his presence and relationship with him and that is the prayer and let's pray father thank you for this day and this opportunity to be here no matter how we've come into this building we are here and may we be fully here to worship but not just the songs not just not just the music but may the the words that we sing and the using of our voices and our minds be something that just fixes our gaze on you that we think and our minds are changed transformed because we're thinking about you that we are just sharpening our vision of that fixed point of reference you give us your very person seen in Christ known by your holy spirit may that be what rules the day not just in this space but in our hearts in our minds and may you truly be glorified and may we truly find great joy in that in Jesus name amen